All right, welcome back to another edition of the Forts Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Charles Inferno. We're at Forts Athletics. We equip coaches and athletes with the tools they seek out in order to achieve their unique and specific goals. And we are recording today on Tuesday, July 5th, on our way home from school. It's been a while since we recorded uh, Coach's Car Chronicles podcast episode, if you will. Uh, a little bit of a crazy month in June. Here we are, back at it with a topic I don't think I've ever talked about before. And I wrote a, an accompanying blog post to go with this. But um, I was broken up with over the weekend. There was a post-collegiate thrower that reached out a little bit ago, a few months, and uh, they asked me if I could help them throw farther. And their post-collegiate thrower, they've been throwing, let's see here, quite a bit, quite a long time actually, about, uh, let's see, a little less than 15 years, and um, they reached out and they said that they kind of feel felt as though feel felt as though um, they needed some help some technical expertise so I said sure I said I'd love to help out provide any any support I can to help you you know achieve your goals reach your aspirations and whatnot and um, <clears throat> over the course of the coach athlete relationship we had see a few text message exchanges like every week more than a few every week and basically what would happen is a thrower athlete would send me videos of them throwing and then I would send back uh, some technical advice a couple of cues to work on and then some accompanying videos uh, from other throwers to kind of demonstrate the technique that I thought that this person might be interested in trying to you know, secure for themselves and begin to develop. And uh, they felt that they had reached a plateau and that hopefully working with me, they would, you know, get over that proverbial hump, if you will. So a couple of uh, weeks of sessions went really well. And uh, I believe they had a couple of personal bests in practice. And then their first meet happened with me as their uh, post-collegiate uh, guide. And uh, they didn't throw as well. They didn't throw as well as they did the week before in practice. They didn't throw as well as they had been practicing. And the technique kind of fell off a little bit. So, set some cues, some other ways of, you know, supporting the technique. And finding, finding ways that's going to best suit their skill set. And uh, the last beat for vacation uh, was actually worse and uh, so they basically didn't, uh, declined as, um, as they worked with me right so it's kind of I should know that I say it out loud kind of hits differently than uh, typing it out but it happens right so uh, I reached out well, they sent me a video I reached out I said uh, you know, we were kind of off the grid and, um, you know, provided 
made some suggestions and uh, they said that uh, they were going to move forward with a more local coach and uh, they thanked me and I said, you know what, best wishes to you and your future endeavors and uh, hopefully you find somebody that's better able to help you than I am. You know, I don't, I don't take that stuff personally. Uh, at first it does kind of hurt a little bit when uh, somebody reaches out to you, asks for your help, you try your best to provide that support and then uh, they decide a couple months later that it's not, it's not worth it, it's not gonna work. And uh, the blog post that I wrote about is uh, more about like things that I did wrong in this fostering this relationship that I think might help other coaches or hopefully helps other coaches uh, when they work with um, either high school, collegiate, post-collegiate athletes in regards to um, you know throwing and trying to achieve achieve goals. And the first one that we didn't really play out is realistic expectations or what the expectations would be of me as their coach besides providing technical support and uh, some mindset training and other things that I shared. Um, because, I don't know. I, I, looking back now, we, we had a couple of Zoom conversations uh, before we agreed to move forward with this endeavor. But we never really discussed expectations besides I just want to throw farther and uh, in the blog and you know I think in my heart of hearts I think that like 90-95% of people who throw are determined and gritty enough to spend their time throwing a shot put discus hammer javelin whatever that they genuinely do want to throw farther there are other metrics that can be used, I think, to help ensure whether those, you know, goals are going to be met. And, um, you know, after someone's been competing as a post-collegiate for so long, and they reach out and, you know, you don't achieve that goal in a couple of months, it just causes me to pause, you know, and just think about, like, where, where did I miss the expectation here? Like, what else, really, what else could I have done uh, that could have better helped them throw farther? And the second thing that goes along with expectations, I think, is, like, laying out goals or having uh, a mechanism in which to really think about either process and or outcome goals. So the outcome is obviously to throw farther. And uh, it's a particular thrower. want to throw farther their specific event. And it's not really important what the sport, well, it's track, uh, throwing, what the event is um, as far as qualification for you know, certain competitive events that we're eligible for. Purposely keeping this broad because uh, don't need to say who the athlete was or anyway. So, so when laying out goals with the college athletes that I work with, we try and decipher like one or two big achievements that they want to hit. So either their freshman year usually works with freshmen, right? What they want to accomplish their freshman year, what they hope to get out of the season, and then what 
they expected their career to look like. And it's tough to predict that as a freshman, as an 18 or 19-year-old, but it just kind of adds a sense of accountability of, come as a freshman, maybe you're a really good high school thrower, I want to qualify for nationals. Okay, well, you know, it took 51 meters, basically, in the men's discus this year at D3 to qualify for nationals. So if you're not throwing the high school discus 130 feet, it's going to be really difficult, I think, to throw the uh, 2K discus 165 feet um, if that's, you know, what the goal is. So really, we didn't really lay out, like, very specific, or I didn't, uh, process-related goals. So uh, because they're post-collegiate, you know, they have a job, a life, stuff like that. So we having a very... Consistent like throwing schedule uh, wasn't something that they were going to be able to incorporate because of you know the lifestyle and what have you, which is fine. Um, but then we never really discussed. That is my fault also. Um, like parameters as far as like other pieces of information that we could. Um, what do we what do I want to say? Other points of data that we could collect to ensure that we were moving in the right direction. So if we're not throwing far at a meet, you know, what are some things that happen leading up to the meet? What are, you know, life stuff that's happening or, you know, what's the visualization strategy or what's any type of mindset strategy or, you know, do you have a big, big lift on Wednesday, big lift on Thursday? Like, are you journaling? Are you keeping track of basically what you're doing? So we didn't have any of that conversation. So that's uh, definitely another one that falls on me. I think you're going to get the, the trend here that um, it, I, I think, and I had a conversation with <clears throat> a really well-respected and world-renowned coach at a conference a couple years ago, and I said, um, you know, really the athletes, they just got to show up, right? Or not the athletes, the coaches just need to show up and provide some support. And uh, I had a 30-minute lecture on how that way of thinking is incorrect and that it truly does take um, the support of a coach to make sure that an athlete's going to you know, achieve whatever goals they want, that it's not just as easy as showing up, and it's not just as easy as being lucky or hitting one or two good throws, right? So the last piece that goes along with that is communication. How the athlete or the athletes that you work with want to receive feedback and constructive, hopefully, uh, criticism based on what they're doing, right? So we went back and forth via text message, via Instagram DM. We talked a lot about, um, or no, we didn't. I talked a lot. And coaches, I so sent me, you know, five-second uh, clip of their throw, put it in coach's eye, uh, do all, like, the cool things with the arrows and the angles and, and so forth and just talk about one or two things to, to work on for the upcoming week to focus on to um, get better, you know, and, and kind of start that way. And I explained that as as the coach that I am, is that it's not, you know, 50 different cues and all this stuff, but, you know, one to two things. Let's figure that out first before we move on to some, you know, bigger, uh, maybe not more important, but just, you know, other more difficult tasks to grasp or technical cues to achieve, right? So we want to have 
um, you know, some small wins along the way. We want to make sure that, um, you know, there's positive stuff happening um, as well. So those are the three things, expectations, goal setting, and communication. And um, I, I believe as a post-collegiate coach, this is the first time that, uh, like I said, the person has decided that they were no longer interested in uh, my coaching services. Now, like I said, it does, you know, I shared that, you know, with my wife and she's like, you just got to get over it. Like they're adults. If, if they don't, um, you know, achieve what they want to achieve that, uh, you know, they're just going to find somebody else who can help them. And, and I think there's a lot of merit to that. I do think that there's um, truth that, you know, as, as adults, we have, you know, more dispensable income, I guess, and we can hire people and, and try and do things that, uh, um, you know, whatever it takes to get better, to achieve a certain goal. Um, but then on the flip side, looking at it from the more, the softer side, I guess, I don't know, like the relationship perspective of it, that, you know, two, two months and, you know, maybe five practices and a couple of meets might not also be a good representation of how, um, I don't know, how well the relationship's going to go or how well the athlete's going to take to um, certain cues and things. But two meets and like, like I said, maybe half a dozen practices and coaches I uh, email exchange or text message exchanges. I don't know for anybody who's listening or who is you know still watching who got this far. Like, what's a good adequate amount of time for throwing coaches, for example, that you're going to um, like provide or not provide? Like, what's a good expectation of time before you know if we're not achieving goals that uh, maybe between the athlete athlete and coach you decide to and that relationship two months to me seems a little short just because you know being a virtual you know virtual coaching and things um, it does seem a little short uh, but I just wonder if you know another meet or you know better communication on my part I'm not really sure uh, it was a text message exchange um, like two times back and forth so not really sure I didn't get as much more detail than that, which is fine. Like, I guess I don't deserve it as a coach if, if I didn't help the athlete meet their goals. But it's just something to think about for other coaches. Like, do you put in something in your contracts when you work with athletes that, um, you know, it's only going to be, you know, you have to sign up for like six months or three months. And then you decide to, um, you know, possibly end the relationship if it's not going to work or is it you know session by session basis you know like what works for you um i just think it's interesting because uh, i've never been in that situation before and now that i have been i think i know what i can do better next time in order to ensure that it's not going to happen and um you know provide better support for the athlete when when they ask Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Forts Athletics Life and Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Charles Inferno. Have a great day.